and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says in the tin. We're here to predict the, this week's action in the Premier League. It's game week six of the 23-24 Premier League season. It's been a good campaign so far, hasn't it, Harry? It has been. It's been quite exciting. We saw our first nil-nil last week. We also saw some very late stoppage, dra stoppage late time drama, time yeah. drama at Villa Park and the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So... We could see similar things here. Hopefully more of the same, as you say. We've got no game on the Friday. We've not even got an early kickoff on the Saturday. So no. our first kickoff comes courtesy of the three o'clock kickoff between Crystal Palace and Fulham. <laughs> not the most exciting first game, but should still be an interesting one. Palace, they've started the se season fine. They've been relatively meh, which is sort of what you expect from Crystal Palace. Been, Hudson. They don't look like they're going to win the league, but they're also not going to get relegated. They're just plodding along. They really shouldn't have lost that game against Villa. They were 1-0 up going into the 86th yeah. minute and ended up losing 3-1, which is very inexcusable. So a bit of an up-and-down season, but overall just sort of a flat line for Palace so far. Looking at Fulham, well, they've really struggled without the firepower intact that Mitrovic used to provide. Carlos Vinicius has not really done anything so far. And yeah, they, they look like they're going to just sort of stumble to another mid-table finish, but... I do think they need to be wary of the potential of relegation this campaign. How do you see this one pan I'm out? I don't remember any Fulham games apart from the Arsenal one. So um, they've done great in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, they beat uh, Luton Town last weekend. That was but the one. They really struggled to break they down did. Luton. They did have 70% possession, which is the highest since records began. But they did struggle to break down Luton for a while. They did eventually get that goal, though, and a big three points in what could have been a potential banana skin of a fixture. Yeah. I'll go 1-0 Palace, goal from Edward, he's looked brilliant. He has, yeah. But a bit of a dull game. Yeah, Odds and Edward currently third top goal scorer in the Premier League with four goals. Well, joint second, I believe. And he's on fire at the moment. His XG suggests he's not really overperforming anyway. No. 3.85 XG so far and he's scored four. So he's on fire and I think, as you say, he's going to score again. I'm going to go 3-1 Crystal Palace. A brace for Odds and Edward, a goal for Michael Elise and a consolation for Fulham. Through Tim Ream, I think he scored a couple of weeks ago, and I think he's going to score again today. Yeah. Up next, two sides playing in orange. It's Luton Town versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, of course. It's at the Kenny, which can be a difficult place to go, especially for a Wolves team who've struggled to finish their chances so far. We'll start with Luton Town, obviously no, the only team in the Premier League that hasn't registered a point as of yet. They'll be hoping to get their first points on the board with this game against Wolves. Wolves, they've been distinctly average. They can't yeah. finish chances, but they do play some nice stuff at times. You'd think they would have the beating of Luton here, but if there's any game that Luton are going to get something from, it'll be this one against Wolves. How do you see it panning out? I'm completely honest. I think we're in for a really dull Saturday. Looking at the lineups of these games, you know, and looking at these teams, they don't really seem to be... I'm not, I don't think any exciting, cracking games. I think this one no. probably most boring of a lot. I will go nil-nil. Yeah, fair prediction. I could definitely see a nil-nil draw. I'll go one-nil Luton Town. I'm going to keep backing them to win until they really, do. Neither side can really score. You're probably right there, but I, I'm back. The, I back the atmosphere at the Kenny. I think it'll be one-nil Luton. I will go for a Carlton Morris goal. Who else yeah. really? Yeah. Who else is going to score? Up next, we've got the champions, Manchester City, facing Nottingham Forest. Should be an interesting one here. City, well, in great form, really. They've won every game in the Premier League so far. They won in Europe, despite an early scare, going 1-0 down at the break to Gravena Sylvester. Really, two games in a row now. They've gone 1-0 down to West yeah. Ham and to Gravena Sylvester. Yeah, well pronounced. Nottingham Forest have endured a... 
mixed start to the season. Last time out, they were drawing with Burnley, and, well, they went behind in that game, but a wonder strike from new signing Callum Hudson-Odoi on his debut helped them back to a draw. So, a point at home or on the road, I can't remember, last time out for Nottingham Forest. Could they take momentum from that and beat City on the road? I don't think they'll beat City. I think, like City have in their last two games, as I mentioned, they will go 1-0 down. It will be Callum Hudson-Odoi to score for Forest. Mm. But City won't be able to come back and get all three points. I'll go 1-1. Forest take the lead from Hudson Odoi, City equaliser from Erling Haaland. Yeah, fair enough. I think uh, predicting an Erling Haaland, Erling Haaland goal is perhaps the safest bet there is right now. They're going to drop points. But he didn't score in the week. So potentially another a bit of a dry patch for Erling Haaland at the minute. I think City are going to win because they're Man City and they're really boring. I'll go 4-0 City. Goals from Bruno Silva. Jack Grealish, who hasn't really been involved so far this season, yeah. hasn't really done anything, but I think he'll score here. I'll say Jeremy Doku, because he was really yeah, exciting was. in his debut. And then I will go, I was about to say Edison, but that seems a bit too mental. I'll go Ruben Diaz, a header from a corner, and rounding off a marvellous 4 0 win. Forrest, they look all right, but I think they're no match for Man City in a realistic yeah. world. Up next, the half-five kick-off, the biggest game on the Saturday. It's Brentford versus Everton. Now, Brentford, they've been, well, typically quite decent. I mean, they drew with Tottenham on the opening day. Since then, they've not really dropped too many points. And you'd think they're definitely the favourites against an Everton side who didn't get their first points until their draw last weekend with Sheffield United and overall haven't really shown any ability to win football matches. So... A lot of work to do for Everton. This is a place, a good place to start. Brentford away. Could you see Everton picking up a win or at least a point? Here on the I road? don't think so. I can't remember what happened to Brentford last week. I'm trying to. I can't remember who they played. Um, but I, I think they'll ban- I think they'll play really well this weekend. Everton, they're struggling a lot. I mean, they they yeah. drew Sheffield United. Um, I th- I think that. They've, they've looked. They, you know, they've brought in. Um, oh my god, I've got the striker's name now. Be- Beto. Beto, uh, yeah. And Dan Juma, they look decent. So I think they will get a goal. I think Everton will take the lead through Dan Juma. But there will be Brentford goals from Embuemo, Vissa, and Jensen that will get the bees back on track. Yeah, I think this result all depends on whether I put Embuemo in my fantasy team or not. I think if I do, he's going to score an own goal, and Everton going to win one 0 But if I don't, he's going to score a hat trick. I think Everton are going to win 1-0. One 0 no, Everton, yeah. and Bremer and Gull, it will come off the back of his head. At least that way, if he does do that, I won't be so pained because I will have, I've at least oh, called right. it. But yeah, I think, in a re- realistically, Bremer are going to win, but let's go for a bold prediction. A 1-0 no, Everton away victory. All right. Final game on the Saturday, then, it's the TNT Sports 8 o'clock kickoff move from 12.30. It's Burnley versus Manchester United. Should be an interesting one. Burnley definitely needs some points and fast. They pick their, up their first point of the season in the draw against Nottingham Forest. And, well, they definitely need to start picking up more of those or they're going to be in trouble. But where better to do it than our home tie against one of the worst teams in the league right now? It's, of course, Manchester United. They were torn apart in Europe in the week. The scoreline definitely flattered them because the performance did not warrant three goals. And you have to say, they look pretty poor at the moment in the league. They are sat in 12th position right now, 11th, something like that. So that's not great for them. And there's work to be done at Manchester United. They are in a little bit of trouble right now. 
is this the perfect platform to them to take a victory or is this perfect for Burnley to exploit United's weaknesses? Now, I mean, I've started with four pretty reasonable predictions. I know City, Forest, 1-1 one, is a bit of a bold one, but that's not I'm mental. Completely batshit crazy, one, you it's, mean? Not, it's not mental. I think this is going to be a mental game. I'm going Burnley 3, Man United 0. Jesus. All right, why? I think United looking tatters and they were... To be honest, I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. To yeah. be fair, Bayern Munich made them look good. You know, should have been four 0 Really, you look at the three goals they conceded. You had the Bruno free kick that somehow flew away went in, then went off Casemiro's shoulder. That uh, was the third goal in stoppage time, which didn't mean anything. You had the one where Casemiro sat on the floor and just kicked it in. And all right, probably could have done more about that yeah. one. And the same with and, the Hoyland one, really. Yeah, that one took took took, took a bit of deflection. So I think they got they didn't warrant three goals as you say in Europe and apart and if you take those goals away, they lost four nil. I think That's Burnley fair, tails yeah. up first point. Manchester United at home, you know they they'll start fast and it'll be a, excuse me it'll be a goal through Amdouni, then a second goal will come through. Oh, I'll go an O'Shea header and then the third goal will be. Ooh, I'll go Manuel Benson off the bench. Fair enough. I had to remember who Dar O'Shea was there for a moment. I thought yeah. John O'Shea was back in the Premier League. But alas, no John O'Shea. I also think Manchester United will drop points on the road. I don't think they're going to lose 3 0, though, because I have some sanity intact. I will go Burnley 1, Manchester United 1. I think if Burnley are going to get something, it will be a scrappy something that they get. I do think Man United will get a goal. They look fairly good sometimes in attack. They don't, though, do they? But they'll get a goal somehow. It will be yeah. Rasmus Hoylin with his first goal in the Premier League and just his third start for Man United. As for Burnley, they'll level it up late on through Vitinha. Is it Vitinha? Or... No, Vitinho, the yeah. Brazilian uh, fullback. I think he'll. You remember Benjamin Pavard shot? Yeah, golf yeah. in 2018 in the World Cup. I think he'll replicate that and just smash one top corner across goal, just arrows in. That's my prediction for the game. Burnley won, Manchester United won. On to the Sunday then, and we've got some big games. The first of which is Arsenal versus Tottenham, which we won't be predicting here. I know, I can hear the collective boos, no. but you'll be collectively cheering in a minute when I tell you we're live for hey. it on Sunday. There we go. In case you want to know what a boo and a cheer was, Harry's demonstrating. But yeah, we'll be live on Sunday for Arsenal Tottenham, live on YouTube. We're covering the game. We're in the watch long, should be a good one. Love and yeah. all under Derby. And of course, we'll be keeping up with all the other two o'clocks, which we're about to protect. To be honest, yeah. I think, yeah, just pre match thoughts. Should be nice competitive London derby we have seen in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, recently it's been either that Tottenham somehow win, despite the fact they've been really poor recently. Like or, 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 yeah, something meant happens, exactly. So it feels like in recent seasons, it's been you know who's going to win, and it's only a shock if the other team doesn't win. But I really could not call this game. That's why we're not predicting it. Up next, it's Brighton versus Bournemouth, the Battle of the South Coast. Brighton are having a fantastic, a dream start to the season. 12 points from five games, the only blemish, a loss at home to West Ham. But barring that, they've been excellent. Potential European hangover, though, which is why, of course, they're playing on the Sunday to negate that. But still, they've got to play in Europe in the midweek. Yeah. Could that have an impact? Potentially so. Bournemouth, certainly no European football for them, but they will be hoping they can get some points here to help them fight off relegation. They've had a difficult start of the season, despite the fact Anthony Areola's side looked to be playing some decent football. A point against Chelsea last week, though, could give them some confidence coming into this away trip. How's it going, Harry? 
I, I think, you know, credit to Bournemouth, they've picked up some decent points so far this year, but I think the Seagulls will be just one, you know, one step too many for Bournemouth. Brighton have looked brilliant, and they're going to carry that on. It'll be 2-0, and it'll be goals from Mitomar and Pascal Gras. He's, he, he loves Old Trafford and Man United. He's going to carry that form back down to the Amex. Fair enough. There's one thing I know about seagulls. It's like they, it's, it's that they like nabbing things, especially food. And I think the cherries are going to get absolutely nabbed here. I don't know what that means, but it's not going to be good for them. I think it'll be bright in three. Bournemouth now, no real chance of Bournemouth. It will be goals from Kawara Mitema, uh, Pervis Estupinian, and who, no, actually Julian Ciso, but he is of course injured. I'll go Evan Ferguson. Continue his good run. I really form. hope that everyone who watches this could sit there on Sunday and go, oh, blimey, <laughs> the cherries are really nabbed him and Brighton like falling out. Yeah. Uh, I, hope you, I hope you will tweet that when that happens. Up next, it's Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Chelsea have had a shocking start to this new season, but maybe they could get something today. The underlying numbers show Chelsea are playing well, they just can't finish chances. But a home tie here against Aston Villa could be exactly what Chelsea need and most importantly their striker Nicholas Jackson needs to find form and find a win. Ideally, some points yeah. would be good. As for Aston Villa, they've not had a great start either and of course they did play Europe in the week while Chelsea players were resting up. And uh, well, Villa, they, they lost on the opening day heavily to Newcastle. Since then they've beaten the sides they should have beaten and lost to the ones they should have lost to. But if they want to be back in Europe again, they've got to start getting wins over sides like Chelsea. How do you see this one panning out? I, I think that it's a really, really difficult one for Chelsea. They have not looked good. They've really struggled. And it, this could be a tough game. Villa, though, you know, it looks shaky against Palace. You know, 3-1 three, three, looks really strong. But if you take for account they're in the 95th, 98th and 90 plus 11th minute, that's, I mean, better late than never. Yeah. But still very, very late, and at one point they are going to lose to Palace. I'm going to... And Palace should have killed that game off. 100%. I think the honours will be even, and I'll go Chelsea 1, Aston Villa 1. It'll be a Villa goal from Watkins, Chelsea goal from Jackson, and I think from a Chelsea fan's point of view, we'll be sitting here just going, well, we'll take the point, and we'll Get take the Jackson goal. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I was speaking of nabbing in the last one, you absolutely nabbed my prediction there, so I'm going to change that. I'm going to go 15-0 Chelsea. No, I will I'll go... 2-1 Chelsea. I think they'll I, th I think we'll win. There we go. Oh dear. <laughs> I think it will be Abraham Sterling goal to open the scoring. Villa will peg them back through Musa Diaby, who's one of the more exciting players in the league this season. And then Chelsea will get a win and it will be a goal from Nicholas Jackson, wow. I pray. Chelsea um, two, Villa one. I mean, I'm gonna keep predicting Chelsea to not win until we do win, then when Chelsea do win, I'm gonna keep see them 4-0. I'm going to keep predicting Chelsea to win until we do win, and then I'll be looking like a genius. Okay. Come on, for weeks, guys, is what I'll say. Up next, it's Liverpool versus West Ham. Liverpool are... They're doing all right at the moment, I would say. I mean, they're a little bit fortunate against Manchester United a few weeks ago, and, well, they were fortunate the Wolves completely fell apart at the end of that game as well. We don't know how they've got on in Europe at the time of recording yet, but you'd like to think that they made quite light work of LASK and should be coming into this one with a lot of confidence. But perhaps they'll be tired. Equally, West Ham also playing in Europe might also be tired, so that shouldn't have too much of an effect. West Ham, I can't quite remember who they're playing, but I'm sure they'll probably have won it, in which case they'll be coming in with confidence as well. And given their form in the league right now, you would back them to, well, give a good game at least to Liverpool right now. So how do you see this one going, Harry? I think, again, 
I'm going to go according to my prediction for Chelsea Villa. I'm going to go 1-1 simply because it's the perfect game that Klopp, that post-match Klopp will moan that they've had, you know, to play in Europe and that there's a big decision that went their way and then everyone's be like, West Ham the same thing and he'll be like, no, it's different for us because we're Liverpool and we're a bigger side. Uh, basically, he's going to waffle a lot because they're going to drop points. I think Liverpool yeah. open scoring through Darwin Nunes and then they'll kind of just, the game kind of just, Peter, Peter looked like he's going to Peter out for a bit, and then with a few minutes to go, James Ward-Prowse will step up from 24 yards Very specific. and smack it top corner, send the way end into raptures, Anfield will be fuming, Klotz will be throwing his cat on the floor because he'll say something like, you know, too much time was added on or something, and that'll be the game. Yeah, fair enough. I could definitely see it happening. I think, though, West Ham are going to get a little bit of... A, 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 I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're going to be brought back down to earth. That's the saying, isn't it? I think at the moment they're, they're very much sitting on cloud nine, looking down and, well, mm. Antonio's laughing, saying he's looking yeah. forward to playing Liverpool because he thinks he'll, they'll win. I think I'll be crying at the end because it's going to be Liverpool 4, West Ham nil. West Ham getting a little bit cocky for a side that plays Brexit football. Won, they won a European trophy. Yeah. They think they're champions of Europe and they're, they're flying at the moment. They 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 play the most anti football yeah. football and it's painful to watch but it gets results so fair play to it but yeah not nice to watch and I think that Liverpool's well they'll completely tear them apart here I'm gonna go Liverpool for West Ham nil and goals from Salah Jota Nunez and I was about to say Firmino but he's not playing there anymore Albert Endo first yeah, goal for enough. the club for nil right. Liverpool West Ham fans we're right down to earth. Final game of the weekend, then the half four, a game that's on at half four for no describable reason. It's Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Sheffield United, of course, registered their first point when they drew with Everton last weekend. But other than that, they've looked pretty subpar. And they, but they do face a Newcastle side who have struggled recently. Newcastle drew in the week against AC Milan, but anyone who watched that game would tell you they were tragic and probably should have lost. And in the league, they've not been much better than that since the Villa game. They've not really picked up many points at all. In fact, they've lost every game until they played Brent Brentford last weekend, which yeah. they won 1-0. So they could take momentum from that. But overall, Newcastle have been great this season. It is a chance for Sheffield United at home to claim something big. Now, this really, this has this has mental game written all over it because That's it. it's it's 4.30. You know, the weekend's nearly done. You know, everyone goes back to work tomorrow. Everyone's yeah, you've watched the North London Derby. And you've, you've probably t- gone, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna turn it off. NFL's on the bit, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. You turned off your TV oh, no. and you go have a Sunday roast with, with your family. Yeah. And halfway through your roast dinner, you're gonna check your phone and for some reason and you're gonna be wondering why on earth Chris Basham's got a hat <laughs> Why on earth it's Sheffield United two, Newcastle five. Well um, that's not how I thought that was going. <laughs> I thought Sheffield United were going to win. No, no, I've seen some mental games. Like, what happened there? It's nine goals. No, that is horrific maths. Seven. Seven. <laughs> so far off. Dear, oh dear. Um, but yeah, I will go Sheffield United. Oh, my, who scores for Sheffield United? Oh, I will easy go for a sharp own goal and a... Ream, no, uh, Cameron Archer goal. I was going to say, it's easy, two and goals. Archer goals. Isak, Gordon, Tenali, and then off the bench will be Wilson and Murphy. Mm. Fair enough. I could, definitely, I could definitely see a big Newcastle win, but I think they're going to lose. 
and go and bold with it. At the moment, anyhow, he's under a little bit of pressure. I think after this one, he's going to be in the bloody Mariana Trench. There's going to be so much pressure on top of him. I will go Sheffield United 3, Newcastle so 1. That's so bad. <laughs> I don't think it's too bad. I think Sheffield United goals will come courtesy of a brace from Cameron Archer and a goal from Gustavo Hamer. For Newcastle, it will be an Isak goal, which is a consolation. But I think that's, there's going to be a few question marks around whether Eddie Howe deserves to keep his job come Monday morning. Fair enough. Not that I don't think he's going to get sacked yet, but no. I think he's going to. There's going to the question will be he's asked. Treading water. Yeah, bringing it back to my Mariana Trench. Thank you. To uh, full circle. But yeah, that is everything for today. Six game weeks down in the Premier League season. Join us this weekend when we'll be covering Arsenal versus Tottenham. Should be a really exciting game. And of course, we'll be keeping on tabs with the Brighton Borough game, with the yep. Chelsea Villa game, yep. and even the Liverpool West yep. Ham game. So. Join us live. Should be a good time. Our streams are always great. That's everything, though. If you have enjoyed, make sure to leave a like. Make sure to leave a comment as well. Also, a heads up for next week. The podcast is going to be going Spotify or audio only. So if you're listening on audio, it doesn't affect you. But if you are watching, then yeah. Just a decision we made. It's going to be moving. The visuals will now be members only on YouTube. It's not that we want you to buy the membership necessarily. We just don't really see the podcast doing well on YouTube. So we're going to focus on it on Spotify and then bring some other stuff to the YouTube. So if you love the podcast but you watch it on YouTube, then head on over to the Spotify or all our other audio platforms to listen or all other audio platforms to listen there. And if you love watching it and well, really need to see the visuals, then of course you can become a member. It massively helps us out. It's just not an IP a month. And yeah, well, it supports your favourite YouTubes, I'm sure. But that's everything from us today. Thank you guys very, very much for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya.